gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined as always by the big man with big plans, it's Captain Tibbs. I got everything set out for years now, buddy. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be disappointed. That is right, Tibbs, and we are on the way to one of our most exciting, extreme pay-per-views of the year. That's right, it is excess eccentric force. Not the other name that we're not using eccentric force. Great name, though. I came up with both of them. That is right, Tibbs. And here's the big question. We already know the JWF Championship match is settled. It is going to be Scotty Moore versus Chuck Tibbs in a no DQ, two out of three falls match. We know that Dylan's going to be there issuing an open challenge, but there's one championship that we don't know what they're doing. And that is, of course, our JWF Tag Team Champions, the team known as the War Wizards. I mean, they had a hell of a battle back at uh, Cash in the Bag, Tibbs, and not everybody exactly agrees that they came out of it victorious. Now, Sills, let's see, the War Wizards have established themselves as a dominant tag team, but their opponents in that match, the Blockbusters, well, let's just say the end was a little bit controversial. That's right, and we've reviewed the tapes numerous times. No one's been able to pinpoint if one half of the blockbusters, the man known as the Bone Crusher, was able to break up the pinfall before it happened. But we know a lot of people are angry, and we know the future of the War Wizards. No one really knows what's going to be next for them, so they are in the ring right now. And I think they've got a message for the future. Let's have a listen. So, what's next? What's next for the War Wizards? That's a question on everybody's mind, isn't it? I mean, after all, we have ran through the JWF Tag Team Division, and now we're here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Tibbs, I think... You ain't got to be a Nostradamus to predict this. Lawrence Whitney and, of course, his clients, the Blockbusters, coming out on stage right now. And Lawrence doesn't seem to be happy. Oh, no, Sills. They're probably going to fight again. (laughs) All right, a little spoiler alert there from Tim's. Let's hear what Lawrence has to say. You think you ran through the division, huh? Really? How? By lying, by cheating, by keeping those belts over your shoulders by any means necessary? I mean, don't act like what I'm saying isn't true, baby boys, because we can all go back and look at what happened at Cash in the Bag. We all can go back and see that the Bone Crusher broke up that pinfall. The pinfall that gave you two those tag titles over your shoulders. The pinfall that everyone's favorite referee, Shibata, counted without even paying attention to what's going on. And you know something, War Wizard? You, you should be grateful for Shibata. You should be grateful for that man because he counted that fall for you. And if he hadn't, if he had acknowledged the truth, that the Bone Crusher broke up the pin and let the match continue, you two wouldn't be standing in that ring right now with those tag titles. In fact, you two wouldn't be able to stand at all. Your bodies would be broken. 
and bleeding on the ground and you'd be begging, begging for forgiveness, believe me. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking in the ring and I, I'm noticing that Shibata, he's not here right now. And he can't save you. Oh my god, Tibbs! The blockbusters! The blockbusters just rushing the war wizards, beating the living hell out of them! This is violence in this ring right now! Yeah, when you call it, you call it, Sills. Oh god, and look at this. Lawrence just grabbing a steel bat from under the ring and just wailing on the ribs of Jeremus. We need somebody out here. This is an all-out beatdown. And Oh god, look at this. Titan just picking up the War Wizard. That is not a small man. Look at the strength of the Titan and slams him down with the clash of the Titan. Oh god, and uh, 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 Tibbs, uh, we gotta look at Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher has got Jeremus's hand wedged between the ring post and the steel steps. Oh, oh god, just crushes the fingers of that hand. Oh my god, this is a molly, the bone crusher living up to his name, crushing the bones between that steel and that ring post. Tim, what the hell's going on? Chills, I think we got a case of wanton destruction in the ring right now, and I can just gotta tell you, I'm extremely upset. They're hurting my tag team champions. I really cannot let this stand, and oh, they, they're, they're still going. Uh-huh, but now look at this, both of them, both blockbusters, Lawrence Whitney just laughing at their handiwork, walking up the ramp, who knows what's going to happen next between these two competitors, these four competitors, and oh, Tim's not now, not now, any other time, but now that is the music of Bananas in Pajamas, the Misters Cash in the bag, they've got their briefcase, they're coming down to the ring, and Tim's I think they're about to try to cash in. We could have new tag champions tonight. Oh, Sills, this is making it ten times worse. No. Uh-huh, oh. they are rushing out to the ring. But oh, my God! From out of nowhere, Phobosan and the Hammerman coming to the defense of the tag team champions, just beating the living hell out of bananas and pajamas. Phobosan, he looked like he was shot out of a cannon, just rocketing that knee straight into Joey Banana's face. Good job, boys. See, Sills, when, uh, when the things look at their worst, the Hammerman can come along and save you with his tag team partner, Phobosan. That's right, look at this, just beating the hell out of BNP, and they are scurrying away with their tails between their legs. I mean, Tibbs, in the past, we saw Bananas in Pajamas have some troubles with FOMO-san and the Hammer Man, and it looks like those are some troubles that FOMO and Hammer are not forgetting. And I, I don't think things are over between those men either. No, Sills, it looks like I think we've got the road to Eccentric Force plotted out for us. That's right. It is a very clear path for some men. But for one man, things are not that clear. Things are a little bit confusing. And that is, of course, the man known as Hollywood Hulcher. I mean, let's look back a couple of weeks ago. Hollywood was facing off against A.J. Steele when this random static rang through the arena, reminiscent of when Hollywood himself debuted for this company. And that static rang out and it distracted him long enough for AJ to get up a roll-up victory. Last week, Hollywood said he was going to come out and face the Dillon. 
for the uh, Captain's Championship in that epic open challenge. That static rang out once again, and Hollywood was assaulted backstage. Clearly, someone has their sights set on Hollywood Hulcher, and the audience, they've got a few theories behind it who it might be. Well, I'd like to hear themselves because I'm completely in the dark. Well, for one, it could be the Dylan. I mean, after all, at the end of the day, Hollywood Hulcher said he was going to go challenge him. Could have been that. But the main person that everyone keeps pointing to is a man who is no stranger to using these kind of underhanded tactics to get his victories in the past. And that's the man known as Houston Longhorn. I mean, what seemed a little bit convenient that after Hollywood was taken out, Houston was more than ready to come out and replace him and take his spot in that match, don't you think, Tips? True, Sills, it does seem a little bit too uh, too cut and dry there, but I, I don't know. You know, Houston Longhorn, he's the kind of guy who does underhanded trickery all the time, but you just never see him use technology, and I don't think he understands how computers work. Well, oh, wait, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm getting a report. It looks like Hollywood Hulcher is backstage, and he is going after Houston Longhorn and the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. Let's have a listen. Hey, hey, Houston, Houston, where you at, brother man? <clears throat> uh, excuse me, brother. This is the official locker room of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, and they ain't signing autographs right now, Pipsqueak. So if you could kindly just... Get out of my way. I don't have time to squish you now, spider dude. Hey, Houston. I had something I wanted to talk to you about. It was real convenient last week, wasn't it, man? I announced I was going out to face the Dylan for his title, and suddenly I'm attacked out of nowhere. And then, after I get dragged off, you come out here and decide to take my spot in that challenge. Isn't that just a little too convenient, dude? Why, I do have to say it was quite convenient for me but at the end of the day hey who knows hollywood maybe you took a one too many puff puffs forgot to pass and then passed out on the floor maybe that's what happened you know uh, or maybe maybe you took one too many of your little special pills that captain tibbs gave you passed you out right there or maybe someone did happened to see a man who was going to come out and challenge for the captain's championship and decide to shut off the lights and beat the living daylights out of me. And to that person, I gotta thank him one day. I really do. Oh, right, man. So why, why don't you just take your shot and do it right now? It was clearly one of you or your boys here in this locker room that came out and beat me down just so you could take my shot at that title. You know it was. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, now, listen here, son. Those are some heavy accusations you're tossing against us there. Now, us wild-eyed southern boys, we may love us some backwards, down-and-out violence, but we ain't cowards. We ain't about to use any of this fancy, newfangled computer trickery. If we got a problem with you, we'll say it to your face. So, do we have a problem, Hulcher? Well, Longhorn, I'd say that we do have a problem. 
a real big problem. A real big title-sized problem. So, since you're not a coward, why don't we go out into the ring and settle this like men? Yeah, yeah, and hey, maybe while I'm out there, I'll finish what the Dylan started last week and completely break your leg in two. How's that sound, dude? I'll see you out there. Well, Chance, I don't know what your plan was for tonight, but it looks like we got us a match happening right now as Hollywood Hulter takes on Houston Longhorn. But as Hollywood said, you gotta think Houston is coming in here working at a bit of a disadvantage. Last week, he went out to face the Dillon, and the Dillon would not relent, just absolutely assaulting that knee of Houston Longhorn, and you gotta think that's gonna come into play in this match. Probably, Sills. It was just a week ago, and you could tell Houston, he's still limping a little bit on that leg, so there's no way it's back at 100%. That's right, but you can see both men finally getting in the ring, the bell ringing, and oh my god, Holcher! Just sweeping the leg out from underneath Houston, beating the living hell out of him. Just, oh, dropping the entire weight of his body down onto that injured knee. That can't feel good, Tibbs. No, Sills, he looks like Hollywood Holcher is uh, staying true to his word there. He is completely, he's doing nothing but targeting that injured knee and leg of Houston Longhorn. That's right, Hollywood trying to continue this assault. But, oh, look at this, Tibbs. Spider, Lockhart, Sam Adams, the tag team partners of Houston Longhorn, rushing down to ringside and just pulling Houston out of the ring, trying to prevent him from any further leg breakage. But, oh, a beautiful baseball slide from Holcher takes them both out. And now at this point, Hollywood's starting to feel a little bit cocky, bragging to the crowd. And I'll tell you, I don't think that's a wise move at this juncture, Tim. No, Sills. You're right now, you're outnumbered three to one. There's no stipulation keeping them out here as long as they don't attack Holcher directly. That's right. Hollywood's still distracted, playing to the crowd. And, oh, Houston just sending him flying into that ring post. And, oh, God, look at this. Hollywood with a little bit of blood coming down the side of his head. I think that ring post might have nicked him in the ear. And it looks like Houston smells that blood. Roland Hulcher back into the ring going for a quick pin. One. Ooh, Hollywood kicks out. Oh. All right. And now Houston getting a little bit of that ego back. A little bit of that ego behind him. Picking up Hulcher. Looks like he's going to try for a pile driver. But ooh, Hulcher lifts up with a beautiful back body drop. Just sitting Houston crashing down, but no! Sam Adams! Sam Adams up on the apron arguing with Hollywood Holcher. You'd think the man would have learned his lesson, Tibbs. I don't know, Sills. Right now he's doing anything he can to protect his partner in there. You can see during that pile driver, Houston couldn't get all that all that weight. He had to use his injured leg and he just wasn't able to do it. It allowed Holcher to reverse it. That's right. And, oh, wait, what the hell is Spider Lockhart doing? The manager of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys calling Houston over it. Oh, Tibbs, I know that metal glean from anywhere. He's got Houston some brass knuckles. Houston with the brass knuckles. And, oh, my God. Went to clock Hollywood, but Holcher dodged out of the way. And Houston just tagged his own tag team partner in the jaw. And the leader of the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys has just been knocked out cold with those knuckles, Tibbs. Ooh, Sills, that's going to leave quite a bruise. 
Uh-huh, you can see Hollywood trying to follow up, nailing him with the Skyliner, just taking him out with that massive leg lariat, sending Houston to the mat. Hollywood goes for the pin. One, two, ooh, barely kicking out is Houston Longhorn, but Hollywood has him down, Tibbs. He's got him prepared. I mean, at the end of the day, look on the outside. The Southern boys are down and out. Houston is quite literally on his last leg. I think Hollywood is ready. Hollywood is prepared to send Houston Longhorn to the Hollywood. No, 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 Tibbs, it's the static. The static again ringing throughout the arena. And what in the world? Look on the Tron. There's, there's this silhouetted figure. What the? Who is this? I don't know, Sil. I don't feel like I've seen that shadow before. Uh-huh. No! Houston went for a roll-up! Hollywood was distracted! Houston went for a roll-up, but Hollywood rolls through and nails a beautiful super kick to the jaw before picking up Houston and hitting him with the Hollywood Hills! Dropping him straight onto his skull! Hollywood goes for the pin! One, two, three! And Tibbs, you gotta think Hollywood feels a little bit of vindication, but if you are watching the eyes, that whole end of the match, Hollywood did not take his eyes off of the Tron, off of that silhouetted figure. Who the hell is trying to come after Hollywood Hallshire? I don't know, Sills. We might find out soon, but it looks like for now, whoever this individual is, is staking, is sticking to the shadows. That is right, but speaking of men sticking to the shadows, one man who has wanted the limelight in recent weeks is the man known as the King of Flavortown, Guy Fieri. I mean, we are one of the biggest names in JWF history. Momoa Curry has been going through a bit of a, a change lately, unsure if this is his place anymore, unsure if he is still the god of the JWF. And this whole time, Guy Fieri's been coming out, making fun of the God, the JWF, and, and Tibbs, I just can't approve. No, Sills, I understand that Guy Fieri wants his recognition, but everything that he's done to go about it, especially in regards to his assaults on Momoa Curry, what he's been saying about him, I, I just can't agree with his methods, Sills. That is right, but we have sent one of our top interviewers backstage with the King of Flavortown to hear why he is continuing this assault on the man known as Momoa Kurt. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man known as Guy Fieri. Now, Guy, in recent weeks, you've been relentlessly going after the god of the JWF himself, Momoa Curry. Now, look, we know you two have had your problems in the past. You fought for the JWF Championship, but why have you considered, after all of it, to continue to pester the god of the JWF? Because Momoa Curry doesn't deserve to be here anymore, McDonald. This is a new JWF, a JWF where wins and losses matter, where performance in the ring matters. This is a JWF built for men like Guy Fieri. Guys that go out into that ring and bust their asses and they would get rewarded for it. But no, 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 no. Momoa still thinks things are how they've always been. Momoa Curry thinks that despite the fact that he's done nothing but lose, he still has a spot on this show. He thinks he can get away just with what he's done in the past. 
disappearing for months on end, only to return to get that high-profile match in the main event. He thinks he's entitled to the big spot on the card because he's the so-called god of the JWF. But down here, in reality, Momoa Curry's record is 0-2. and two. And yet he still gets to come out here, get interviewed, get airtime, and guys that deserve his spot are getting shoved back down. Hey, you know who else has an 0-2 record here in the JWF? Rat Boy Connor, Houston Longhorn now. Guys that the commentary team treat like absolute jokes, but oh, not Momoa Curry. Oh, no, not the god of the JWF. We'd never mock his name. Hell, AJ Steele has a better record than Momoa, and we haven't seen him on this show in weeks. Momoa Curry is supposed to be the god of this company. He's supposed to be the man that's here for us. The man that's supposed to help this company flourish and grow. And yet Momoa Curry's ego is forcing us all down. Momoa Curry is the absentee father of the JWF. Only showing up when it's convenient for him and letting us down every step of the way. You know... (laughs) You know, speaking of being an absentee father, I think it's time I took a little trip down to JXT. Because since I can't talk any sense into Momoa, I guess I need to try to talk a little sense into his daughter. You guys have fun. Uh, Tibbs, I, I know you, you know, have a history with being a parent in the wrestling business. We know the champion, your son, Chuck Tibbs, and I'll be honest right now, we know Momoa Curry's daughter, Val Curry. She has been working in JXT for months now, been dominant, just debuted, and I I don't know what in the world Guy Vietti is thinking going after the daughter of the god of the JWF. Sills, you need to listen to me close right here, right now, okay? that that man is about to open up to not only this company but the rest of the whole world look we gotta stop Guy Vietti I don't know Tibbs because before that we do have to see our main event tonight which is going to see your son Chuck Tibbs the JWF champion take on the captain's champion the Dylan for the Dillon's Captain's Championship. I mean, the Dillon has been issuing open challenge after, after open challenge, but I don't think he's ever had a threat quite like the man known as Chuck Tibbs, and that's saying a lot. No, Sills, although I, I still worry a little bit that my son's own ego has started to get the better of it. It's a typical Tibbs quality, of course, something that I, of course, always have to deal with, being as great as I am. And maybe he... I'm afraid that he might have bitten off a little bit more than he could chew tonight, Sills, seeing as he's gone up against a man with a very good record right now. Uh, Actually, a a perfect record. Perfect record. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was known. The Dylan undefeated in the JWF since the birth of JWF Ignition. And also, Chuck has also got a match coming up in a few weeks at Eccentric Force against the man known as Scotty Moore. For the JWF Championship, and 
We've said it in the past and we'll say it again. I don't think this was a wise move trying to fight an undefeated man ahead of this epic clash. I don't know, Sills. I'm, I know my son. He has fought so hard to be here, to be where he is. But after all he's gone through, sometimes it's okay to take a little bit of a break. Wait for the next challenge. Recuperate. Get your strategy together. This is a spur-of-the-moment match. And sometimes those are the ones that get you. That's right, but you can see right here the bell going ring and both men locking up in the center of the ring. And attempts, look at how quickly Dylan just jumps behind, grabbing control of that arm, locking Chuck in a beautiful hammer lock, just wrenching over the shoulder, trying to pull it out of joint. But, ooh, Chuck ducking behind, reversing into a headlock. You can see Dylan trying to pick up Chuck for something big, but Chuck rolls through, holding onto that headlock, dragging the Dylan down to the mat with him. And Tibbs, I gotta say, this is a wise move for Chuck. He knew going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Dylan in the, in the field of technical wrestling would not turn out well for him. I mean, we know that Dylan, that man known as the technical spectacle, he has that world scouted, but Chuck knows a simple headlock the right pressure can definitely keep that big man down. Exactly, Sills. All about control in this one. You control the Dylan's movements, and it doesn't matter how great his technical wrestling style is if he can't use it. That's right, but look at this. Look at this. Dylan getting the legs up, hitting a beautiful head scissors, pulling Chuck down, keeping him firmly planted on the mat. Shades of his match against Kazuchika Okada at Cash in the Bag. And now look at this, Dylan keeping that head scissors on, but reaching for the arm. Could be trying to transition into an arm bar, triangle. Dylan has a myriad of options at his disposal right here. If he can get control over Chuck's arm, it could be all over. But I want to ask you this, Tibbs. A year ago, these two men were a tag team. They were fighting for the JWF Tag Team Championships. They knew each other very well. But do you honestly think that experience with each other even has any play? I mean, they have grown so much since they've tagged together. The Dylan becoming this technical master. Chuck uh, being injured, coming back. So much has changed between them. Do you think they even have that in mind right now? Now, Sills, their styles have completely changed. Almost uh, overnight for the Dylan uh, after long months of training with Chuck. Chuck, I know for a fact that his moveset... It, oh, he's got a lot of similar moves. He's got the captain's hook. He can use the Trinity Bomb still. He's got some of those signature moves that he's kept along. But he's evolved his entire self in the ring. And the Dylan has completely transitioned into such a technical mastermind. That's right. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. Dylan, Dylan's finally got him. He's trying to lock him into LaBelle Lock. Chuck in danger, and he knows it. Look at the legs just frantically rushing towards the ropes. And he finally gets that left foot on the rope, forcing the Dylan to the release. And look at this. Chuck quickly gets back to his feet. A little overzealous. Goes for a clothesline. But, ooh, a beautiful arm drag from the Dylan. Once again, sends Chuck back to the earth. And Tibbs, at this point, what can Chuck do? Dylan clearly has a target marked on that arm of Chuck Tibbs. Mm -hmm. This is the thing, Sills. If you notice that somebody, that your opponent, is targeting one of your body parts, you got to do everything you can to either mitigate the damage that they do or use it to your advantage. Sometimes you can sucker them in with leaving your body part out weak, dangling, and if you have something ready to catch them, then you can turn it to, against them. 
That's right, but oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look at this, Chuck getting back to his feet and oh, nailing it with a beautiful headbutt. And then a second, almost cracking open the skull of the Dylan who's forced to release that arm. And then Chuck, oh, sends him careening towards the ropes and clotheslines him over. And now Tibbs, Chuck knows he has to keep that momentum going. Bounces off the ropes, goes for a beautiful tope con hierro. But no, the Dylan, the Dylan catches him out of midair. And Tibbs, we have seen this before. The Dylan going for that power bomb onto the apron, onto the hardest part of the ring. But no, Chuck with a beautiful Hurricane Rana sends the captain's champion head first into the steel steps. And look at both men just wiped out on the outside. That's right, Sills. You got to look at the damage that the Dylan has taken, especially to his head at this point. Those are vicious headbutts that Chuck gave him, just trying to save himself, and he was used that to turn this match around. That's right, and now Chuck finally get back to his feet, picking up the Dylan, but Dylan quickly reverses. Irish whips Chuck into that barricade, that metal barricade just crashing against the spine of Chuck Tibbs, and oh my god! Oh my god, the Dylan with the D-trigger, that beautiful running knee straight to the skull of Chuck Tibbs, and look at the barricade just collapsing under both of them, that metal crashing into the back of Chuck Tibbs, Dylan being forced to fall to the ground, both men are down and out, and Shibata is a count of five, what what can they do, Tibbs? I don't know, Sills, at this point, you gotta get back up, you gotta get back up and get back into the ring before you suffer a count out, which is just disgraceful. That's right. You see Shibata at a count of seven as the Dylan quickly gets back into the ring, rushes back in, and you can see Dylan trying to grab at the ropes, trying to pull himself out, but both men looking so weak. You can see Chuck crawling on the ground. I don't even think he knows where he is. Shibata at a count of eight. Chuck grabbing at the apron, but falling. Shibata at a count of nine. Chuck Tibbs. Chuck Tibbs. And oh, barely rolls in right before Shibata hits the count of ten. But oh, a big running knee is there to greet him. And you can see Dylan just falling into that pin. One, two, throw. Chuck kicked out. Chuck kicked out of that second D-trigger, and you can see the fury in the face of the Dylan who was just screaming at that referee. Oh, but look behind him, Tibbs. Look behind him, Chuck. His face bloodied, bloodied from those dual D-triggers, but he's back to his feet, and it's a beautiful drop kick on the Dylan. But, ooh, unfortunately, that sends Dylan straight into Shibata. The referee is down. Oh, but it looks like Dylan's gonna go down with Shibata as Chuck's grabbed him. Chuck's ready. The D, D, Tibbs straight down onto the skull. Chuck rolls him over. Chuck rolls him over. He's got the pin. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, Tibbs. We can count all night, but look at this. Shibata is still down. The referee is still down. What in the world can Chuck Tibbs do? He's, he, the only thing he can do still is exactly what he's doing. You see, he's going over there. He's trying to check on Shibata. He's trying to wake him up. That's right. And then, oh, wait. Scotty Moore. Scotty Moore coming from out of nowhere, grabbing Chuck and leveling him with the SMG. 
G. Scotty Moore taking advantage of the down referee to enter the ring and just destroy Chuck with that SMG slamming him down onto his cranium, blood splattering against the mat. And uh, Tim's look at this. Scotty Moore just offering up Chuck to the Dylan almost like a sacrifice. And Scotty Moore is doing the duty of waking up Shibata as Dylan just lays an arm over his chest. One, two, kick out. What? What? Chuck kicked out. Chuck kicked out. Chuck, you sit here. That's my boy. He's not going to let this behavior take him down. It doesn't matter how many surprise SMGs you hit. He's going to kick out. Oh, but he doesn't look good. Yeah, look at the fury on the face of the Dylan. He is pissed off at the tenacity of the JWF champion and he has just grabbed that arm that army has been focused on this whole match wrenches it behind Chuck's neck and he's locked him in the vice that anaconda vice wrapped around the injured arm of Chuck Tibbs and at this point I think the Dillon's trying to break Chuck's damn arm come on this isn't that's too painful to watch Sills and fortunately, you can see, look at the eyes of Chuck Tibbs. They are getting glazed over. Chuck is fading. Chuck is fading. And look at this. Chuck's eyes closing just due to the sheer pain shooting throughout his body, shooting throughout the arm. Dylan continuing to wrench on it. And oh, no. Chuck is out. Chuck is out. He has been knocked out due to pain. Chibata being forced to call for the bell. And look at this, Dylan just wiping the blood off of Chuck's forehead. The maniacal man known as the captain's champion. Let's not forget, he may be a technical master, but there is still some darkness behind the eyes of the man known as the Dylan. I can't believe it took all this incorrigible behavior from Scotty Moore just so Dylan would get the win, just so Dylan would make my son pass out like that. He had a beat, Sil. He had a beat, damn it. That is right, but unfortunately, it is what the referee sees. At the end of the day, a lot of uh, a lot of what we're having to go through here in this company is based on the discretion of our referee. The finish of that War Wizards blockbuster match, the finish of this match, there are things we may not agree with, but at the end of the day, in the JWF, we got to listen to what the ref says. Yeah. All right, well, Tibbs, after that horrible nap match, I know you don't want to hear this, but next week we are going to hear from Scotty Moore about this vicious assault this week, about his upcoming match with Chuck Tibbs. In addition, the Dylan has already said he is going to issue another open challenge, one that I know will be can't miss. And in addition, I've just been told Momoa Curry is coming out. He has heard Guy Vietti's threats against his daughter down at JXT and Momoa's coming here and he is searching for the king of Flavortown tips. Oh, so next week is gonna be a lot to deal with. <laughs> that is right, but until then, remember to support JWF. Donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS supports the entire BS network. In addition, you get access to Wrestling History X the show where our sister show, The Fight Boys, takes a look into some of their favorite moments in wrestling history. Or, of course, you can see some of the original episodes of JWF War long ago. Back in 2015, this was just a small little YouTube show, and we react to it live on air, and it's 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 bad, Tibbs. 
Hell yeah, it is, buddy. In addition, pick up your merch for your favorite JWF superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, he's been Captain Tim. I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Ignition, and we will see you.